card to the booth. Week one in the books. AFC West, NFC West undefeated. Harrison, let's talk about it. Paul, drop that beat. Harrison Sanford, Akeem Tlaib. We're back for a week two preview and looking over week one right here on Call to the Booth. We'll look into some power rankings, no-fly zone rankings. We'll break down A-plus matchups. And as they say in the hood, maybe we'll help you hit a lick by the end of the show, especially in our fantasy football segment as me? well. <laughs> but, uh, but, for, but first and foremost, Akeem, when he made his fantasy football team, his first pick went to Tyreek Hill. And one co-host here gave him a side eye, like, I don't know what he's doing. But it turned out, <laughs> turned out to be just fine. He balled out. And since, uh, Kansas City Chiefs got an impressive win, comeback win over the Cleveland Browns. Give me a breakdown of that matchup. And it's probably like a symbolism, Akib, for the AFC West, how they were able to get that win off, off of a popular or maybe the best AFC North team. Yeah, uh... Big win, big win for KC. They got down early. Cleveland controlled the game early, but Patty Mahomes stayed with it, man. You know, he stayed with it, did what he did, came back at the end. But it's, I think that's a preview of a definitely a playoff matchup, man. Them guys will see each other again. Them two of the better teams in the AFC, and that was a that was a hell of a game we got to watch. For sure. I think the one thing that still surprises me, Akeem, is the way Mahomes is able to throw it to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, of course you can hit him on a vertical route, right? right. Of course you can hit him on like a little uh, a little drag route, right? But it's the right. it's the other throws where he throws it up there, and Tyreek Hill, regardless of how small he is, he still kind of boxes out the DB and or makes skills. a catch right in front of the DB, and he's gone. You saw what happened to John Johnson. Then JJ got ball skills too, but it's that speed factor. Once Tyreek get to running. You can't really look back for the ball. You just got to watch his ass, right? You just got to watch Tyreek, and you run the next thing you know, he slam on the brakes, he go behind you and catch the ball. So, man, it's not a lot J.J. can do, man. If he would have been trying to track the ball, Mahomes might have just threw it on the run, and he would have caught it on the run. So, who knows, man? It's it's not a lot you could do. Hell of a play by Tyreek Hill, though, man. He got his ball skills. Everybody talk about his speed. You talk about his 50-50 catches. His ball skills is underrated, man. He make a bunch of 50-50 catches, man. So, I love Tyreek. That's why he was my number one pick. Yeah, I almost forgot how beautiful it, that, that can be. And speaking of uh, DBs who got lost, and I don't even know if it's his fault, uh, but Marlon Humphrey uh, lost, lost a man, in, lost Zay Jones on Monday Night Football in coverage. Ended up the Raiders getting the win. The Raiders won the game. The Raiders were going to lose the game. They won the game. They lost the game. They, lo they, they won the game. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows how. A whole lot of back and all, forth, right? <laughs> that was all madness. Uh, shout out to the Raiders and, and the Ravens for putting on a great performance. But with that being said, I think for you, that loss for the Ravens wasn't just a week one loss. You saw a lot of issues or you predict a lot of issues for this Ravens team going into this 2021 season. Yeah, they lost another player, man. Uh, they lost their starting guard. He went down. So that injury bug is in Baltimore. You hate to see it, but the injury bug is there. Lamar had the fumbles. Yeah, they went at MP replacement, man. A lot of balls downfield. And I think MP replacement, he, he might have been involved in that rub route that when Humphreys got knocked off. You know what I'm saying? You be on the same page. You get on different levels so everybody can get through. Humphreys got knocked off. He got rubbed off on that last route. 
And I think that's just communication stuff, man. So they definitely going to miss MP. Tough loss for Baltimore. And, and Kansas City next week ain't looking good. Yeah, it could be 0-2. And, and as you mentioned, did not have Jimmy Smith in that matchup. Obviously lost J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edward, Justice Hill. And they got Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, and Tyson Williams all trying to help that back uh, that backfield. They also gave up 18 targets. Darren, Darren Waller got 18 targets Ooh. last night. For anybody who bet the uh, uh, the under on 70 receiving yards, you lost. Uh, yeah, that would be a big host. time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big time loss for sure. Uh, with that being said, so we looked at the biggest loss of week one. Let's go ahead and look at the biggest win of week one. Uh, and it happened down in Florida, but it didn't happen with a Florida team. New Orleans yeah. Saints getting an impressive win over the Green Bay Packers. And one of the things that made it the biggest win is they had to deal with all the hurricane stuff. They went on the road to Jacksonville to play a game, overcame all that adversity, right? Then Jameis come out. He damn near don't incomplete a pass, man. He almost perfect five touchdowns. He don't have to do too much. They run the ball good. Defense absolutely killed the Packers, man. That was the most, I'll say the most impressive win of the week. I wanted to say the Cardinals, too, against them Titans. But I'll go with the Saints just because they overcame all the, all the outside adversity with the hurricane and all those other issues. Uh, quick, quick note on the Packers. Uh, they played the Detroit Lions on Monday Night Football. So in the words of Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X, relax. relax. But I think you would agree with me, that was not a good look, particularly the summer that he came off of where it was, yeah. am I coming back to the team and all these type of uh, controversies that went through. To come out like that in week one, where you're a favored team, uh, I, I imagine they would have to be disappointed. And Green Bay Packers fans have the right to be disappointed in the showing that they put out there. Well, yeah, you know, it, it, it happened before. They started slow early. He told you, relax. And then they went on to start storming, right? So, you know, we'll see what A-Rod do, man. But I definitely see the the the... A-Rod absence playing a part in that offense. It was kind of lethargic. It was kind of off a little bit. So, you know, vibe is everything in football. So you got to be there, man. You got to be there to create that vibe. He wasn't there. Now they creating it on the fly as the season go. Hopefully they create it fast. Speaking of those uh, Green Bay Packers, no longer in the power rankings, but the Saints are. I'm going to list this off before we go to break. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one. Kansas City Chiefs at two. Los Angeles Rams at three. New Orleans Saints at four, and Pittsburgh Steelers coming off their win in Buffalo at five. And speaking of those Saints, they were featured in a no, in a um, in an A plus matchup, Marshawn Lattimore versus Devontae Adams. Obviously, the Saints won, and Marshawn Lattimore got the bag. When we come back, we'll talk right about that, and we'll give the no fly zone uh, right here on Call to the Booth. What's going on, Pastor Tan here, and you're watching Call to the Booth. Back with more call to the booth. Harrison Sanford, Akeem Tlaib. I'm pointing at, doing this whole pointing thing different. All right, let's go through the no-fly zone rankings uh, real quick. Just like last week, Denver Broncos staying up at number one. I assume they'd stay there too, going against Trevor Lawrence in week two. The Rams move up to number two. Dolphins, Saints, and the Los Angeles Chargers coming in after a win in Washington against Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke getting that week week one win and have a great chance to move even higher in week two after they take on Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke Elliott, and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, before we get into uh, looking at some A-plus matchups, though, one is to talk about Marshawn Lattimore. You discussed Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers having a subpar show in there in week one, and maybe that was just due to them not really 
being fully engaged in the offseason. But Marshawn Lattimore, after getting the win, got the bag. Five years, $97.6 million uh, yeah, dollar contract extension. Get that bread. Now has a total of $68.3 million in total guarantees. Akeeb, you have been a high-paid cornerback, uh, defensive back. What does that mean for you, particularly when you get on the field and in that locker room? Does that have a, a tangible difference in something in those aspects? Definitely, man. Once they give you the bag, now it's like, you know, you you elevate. You know what I'm saying? We just elevated you in the building. Now you got more input. You know what I'm saying? We expect you to do more. We ask more of you. So it's, it's weight off your shoulders, but at the same time, you put on a new jacket, it's a whole new weight on your shoulders because they now they expect stuff from you. You know what I'm saying? So it's good, it's bad. It keep that pressure on just like you took the pressure off. Now you put the pressure on to, to show that you deserve the bag, right? So uh, Marshawn is a competitor, man. He ain't going to let off the gas. He gonna, he, now he's going to show he deserve it. He's going to get more involved upstairs and everything. So congratulations, my boy. And shout out to uh, the, the Saints for also announcing it right after uh, they got the win. It was like the perfect the time. The strap. He, 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 it, was, <laughs> it, it wasn't no other time, man. He, he had a, a good game versus Adams, man. Let's just give him the bag right now <laughs> while he on his high horse, right? Yeah, uh, Marshawn, when you get out the shower, just you know, pull up to the office real quick. We just going right to get this paperwork. <laughs> yeah, you got some paper got for paperwork you, you, you know what <laughs> It don't get no better than that. For sure, for sure. All right, uh, let's look at some A-plus matchups. And when you do that, you know the rule, Key. What is it? <laughs> You gotta follow, baby. If you ain't following, don't try to get on my list. Don't come to no, go ahead, Harrison. <laughs> the No Fly Zone Player of the Year last year, Xavier Howard, has a matchup against the Buffalo Bills. We assume, and Keith, you can give us a little bit more detail here. He'll be following Stephon Diggs off of his matchup against another tough secondary last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Xavier Howard, Stephon Diggs. How does this matchup play out? Xavier Howard definitely will be following. I think he, I think he fared pretty good, man. He see this guy twice a year. I think he always playing pretty good. He'll have a pretty good game this weekend. Stefan to get maybe 60 or under, no tubs. Xavier Howard win that matchup. Yeah, it might be a day for Josh Allen to look at his secondary guys. Our guy Emmanuel Sanders is there. Gabriel Davis, big wide receiver, is there. Also have uh, Cole Beasley as well. Uh, and shout out to Hamilton, my brother, who went to the Buffalo Bills game, went on a bus. Seven hours <laughs> from, from from Long Island to Buffalo as a Buffalo yeah. Bills fan and he saw them fan. lose. Yeah, true fan. Uh, Buffalo, and he sent me some vi- he sent me some videos from Buffalo. It was actually pretty dope. They are that city is dedicated to the Buffalo Bills, and they've been known as yeah, some of the sir. best fans in the NFL. All right, let's look at our second uh, A plus matchup: Marlon Humphrey potentially against Tyree Kill. But we saw Monday Night Football. Marlon Humphrey went from Hunter Renfro to yeah. Henry Ruggs to Darren Waller. Uh, mm-hmm. Does that absence of Marcus Peter really Im- impact how he could potentially shadow Tyree Kill? I think I think it, it it do, but I think if you got a true number one receiver, they gonna let Humphrey take care of the receiver. You know what I'm saying? The Raiders kind of ain't have a true number one, so in kind of in base packages, they kind of had him on rugs. When they kind of went nickel down, they kind of brought him inside to get on Waller and in passing situations. But I think here, man, you pick your poison. You put him on Kelsey. You put him on Tyreek. I think they put him in base defense. He'll be on Tyreek. So we'll, we'll see the matchup. You know I'm not betting against Tyreek, baby. He going to have a day every time he plays. So 
Tyreek win the matchup. He definitely get in the zone. He definitely gets some yards as well. Uh, as Shaquille O'Neal would say, put that on a T-shirt. He's gonna make a play. He's gonna make a have a day every time he play. I like every, that one. I'm telling you. All right, uh, all right. Before we get out of here and look at some primetime games, a Thursday night football game, that Sunday night football game versus Kansas City and Baltimore, just want to let y'all know that we kind of went in on week one. Yeah, uh, we Aki did. Right about, <laughs> yeah, we totally, did. Akeem <laughs> was right about Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts going going off against Atlanta. That has to be probably one of the most embarrassing losses of week one, the way they were handled in their home arena uh, to start the season. Uh, the Steelers won outright. Shout out to Paul for getting that one right. And while I did not predict uh, a Chris Herndon touchdown correctly uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, I did call the uh, – the Cincinnati Bengals on that money line. They did win. It did take them overtime, but they got it done. And Jamar Chase apparently catches the ball in the regular season. Who cares about preseason? All right, let's go to our primetime breakdowns real quick. Uh, New York Giants at Washington football team. Washington football team without Ryan Fitzpatrick. Still get uh, still a three-point favorite. The over-under is 40 and a half. Akeem, how do you see this matchup? I'm going to ride with Washington minus three. Uh... Both teams struggling a little bit, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a hang my hat on that Washington defense to, you know, cover the spread for me. And it's going to be a defensive battle. I'm going to go under the low-ass 40 and a half. They're going to go under. It's going to be teens versus teens. 14 to 17, some, nah, 10 to 17. It's going to be that kind of game. 10, 17, maybe 12 to 17. It's going to be that kind of game, man. So I'm going under the 40. Big defensive game. Uh, tough start there for the New York Giants. You start with the Denver Broncos, then you got to take on the Washington football team. Two great defenses, and trust yeah. me, if Joe Judge tries to challenge a touchdown one more time, <laughs> they're going to call for his ass out in New York. You can't <laughs> he just it automatically nerves. just challenge Joe. He's just irking <laughs> nerves doing that shit, right? <laughs> they already going to challenge it, Joe. It's a touchdown. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, uh, Sunday night Sunday night football. Baltimore Ravens in serious threat of going down 0-2 uh, to start the season. Kansas City, only a three-and-a-half point favorite. I guess Baltimore is still a sturdy team. Over under 54-and-a-half. It's Kansas City at Baltimore, but we know the history of Kansas City beating yeah. Baltimore. How do you see this matchup? Around with KC, minus three-and-a-half. I thought the spread would be a little bit higher just because all the injuries and, you know, they, they – uh, Kansas City at home, right? Uh, Kansas City on the road. Kansas City on the road. So that's why the spread so low. Baltimore at home. But I like Kansas City going on the road, win uh, by more than three and a half. And 54 high now. 54 is high. But I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over because Kansas City going to score points. They defense, they defense ain't really stopping nothing. It's definitely not the run. So... High 30s, high 20s. That's what I think the game going to look something like that. So, Lamar shake back. He had two fumbles. He got he got a little chip on his shoulder. He always played with a chip on his shoulder. So, he's going to come back, have a good game. I don't think he's going to win the game. I think he's going to have a productive game against that defense, though. So, I'm going to go over the 54 and a half. In the, in the half and uh, Chiefs, minus three and a half. Speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs and this potential win, that will make them 2-0. Chargers have a chance to go 2-0 as well as they take on the Dallas Cowboys in Week 2. And the Denver Broncos, also in that AFC West, can go 2-0 if they take down the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what we expect. We'll break down that matchup in our Thursday show right here on Call to the Booth. That's Akeem Tlaib. I'm Harrison Sanford. We out.